Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Beyond Zero is Toyota's vision of a carbon-neutral future and more. Toyota gives you the power to reduce carbon emissions and help move toward its vision with a wide selection of electrified vehicles. Whether you're into hybrid EVs for that traditional Toyota feel with better MPG, battery EVs for a smooth and silent ride, or plug-in hybrid EVs that switch between battery and fuel, Toyota has you covered. And for those who prefer hydrogen, Toyota's fuel cell EVs emit nothing but water vapor from the tailpipe. So cool giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions and move closer to Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified-vehicles slash beyond-zero-vision. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake, or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass, or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that tries to look at both sides of important moments in history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at the origin of the heated cross-strait relations between the inhabitants of Taiwan and those of mainland China. The day was December 8th, 1949. The defeated nationalist forces of the Republic of China established a new capital on the island of present-day Taiwan. The nationalists, also known as the Kuomintang, were led by soldier and statesman Zhang Kai-shek in a long-running war against the revolutionary Mao Zedong and his communist forces. The ROC government's forced retreat to Taiwan signaled that the Chinese Communist Party had finally won a civil war that had raged for more than two decades. To understand how that war began, we need to go back to 1912, when a Chinese revolution put an end to the Qing dynasty. Rather than continue the 2,000-year tradition of imperial rule in China, the rebels instituted a one-party military dictatorship known as the Kuomintang, or KMT for short. 
To further cement the change in leadership, they also renamed the country, declaring it the Republic of China, or ROC for short. However, many citizens were dissatisfied with the new regime. They wanted a government that adhered to the principles of communism, not nationalism. This unrest led to armed rebellions across mainland China. Eventually, the scattered rebels organized themselves into the Communist Party of China, or CPC for short. There were now two rival governments vying for control of the ROC, and in 1927, their conflict escalated to full-scale civil war. By 1949, the war was finally winding down, with the KMT losing more and more ground to the communist forces. On December 8th, nationalist leader Zhang Kai-shek was left with no choice but to abandon Nanjing, which at that point was the capital city of China. By moving the government's capital to Taiwan, a hundred miles offshore, Zhang Kai-shek was effectively acknowledging that he and the KMT had lost. As far as Chairman Mao was concerned, he had already won the war two months earlier. On October 1st, he claimed victory by asserting that mainland China was no longer the Republic of China, but the People's Republic of China, or PROC for short. He also proclaimed that the new capital city was Beijing. To go along with the new name and the new capital, Mao also established a new communist form of government, which was modeled after that of his Soviet allies in the USSR. So to summarize, by December 1949, you had the victorious communist forces of the People's Republic of China on the mainland and the defeated nationalist forces of the Republic of China on the island of Taiwan. However, even after fleeing the mainland, Zhang Kai-shek didn't give up the KMT's claim of Chinese leadership. He and his two million nationalist followers set up the same government in Taiwan that had previously ruled on the mainland. This means there were now two separate entities that each claimed to be the one true China. This situation became known controversially as the Two Chinas issue. But today, the dispute is a bit more nuanced than it was when both governments asserted themselves as competing republics of China. At the heart of the argument is a disagreement about what Taiwan is. The Chinese government, aka the PROC, views the island as a renegade province, a piece of itself that is broken away and which someday must be reclaimed, perhaps even by force. As for the Taiwanese people, most today don't consider themselves Chinese. They feel the island is now a separate nation, whether that independence is officially recognized or not. After all, Taiwan has its own constitution democratically elected leaders, and even its own armed forces. It has pretty much all of the characteristics of a sovereign state, but because of its thorny origins, its legal status remains disputed. As for the rest of the world, most countries officially recognize the PROC as the ruling party of China, 
with some nations also recognizing the sovereignty of Taiwan. Back in 1949, many foreign governments had hoped the nationalist move to Taiwan would make it easier to cooperate with both competing governments. However, this proved more difficult in practice, as it's hard to acknowledge the terms of one party without upsetting the other. Relations between China and Taiwan are contentious and somewhat precarious, but the peace has held so far. The Chinese government continues to push for reunification, while the Taiwanese government spurns all such advances, asserting independence instead. It's an open question whether or not decades of tension will once again erupt in armed conflict. But one thing that everyone agrees on is that there aren't two Chinas. Though why that is exactly depends on who you ask. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry radio discover more shows and movies for free at- 